0: Grammar Girl here. Today we'll talk about a question that can come up if you're writing fiction, or really anything that contains dialogue and action. Suppose I'm writing a scene in which Ardvark gives Squiggly a present. I write, you shouldn't have said Squiggly, comma, and grabbed the box of chocolates. Or wait, instead of that, maybe I should write, you shouldn't have said Squiggly, comma, and he grabbed the box of chocolates, putting in the pronoun he to refer to Squiggly. In fact, both sentences are fine, but if you've started to pay attention to parallel structure in your writing, you might be second-guessing yourself about what to do in cases like these. I talked about parallel structure in the episode on how to write a better resume. Here's a quick review. A sentence like this is sloppy. Fenster crawled slowly, steadily, and won the race. It's sloppy because it has the conjunction and, linking an adverb, slowly, Another adverb, steadily, and a verb phrase, won the race. Though the sentence is understandable, readers can find it disconcerting. They're expecting another adverb in the series, and then have to suddenly shift gears to process a verb phrase instead. To fix it, all you need to do is put in another and. Fenster crawled slowly and steadily, and won the race. Now the first and is linking the adverbs slowly and steadily, The second and is linking two verb phrases. The first verb phrase is crawled slowly and steadily. The second verb phrase is won the race. Making the sentence parallel is a reader-friendly thing to do. So much for parallel structure for now. Next we need to talk about writing style. When you're having your characters speak or have thoughts, often you want to take what a character is saying or thinking and put it at the front of the sentence, before the attributive, the he said or she said part. So instead of writing, squiggly said you shouldn't have, you might write, you shouldn't have said squiggly, or you shouldn't have squiggly said. I'll call this quotation fronting. It's a useful stylistic option. However, parallel structure and quotation fronting are on a collision course. For example, they collide in the sentence about squiggly in the box of chocolates. You shouldn't have said squiggly, and grabbed the box of chocolates. What is the and connecting? Before it, we have an entire clause, you shouldn't have said squiggly. But after the and, all we have is a verb phrase, grabbed the box of chocolates. Oh no, it's not parallel! Here's the basic problem. On the one hand, we want to join two predicates, the one about saying you shouldn't have, and the one about grabbing the box of chocolates. On the other hand, with the quotation fronting, we're rearranging the pieces of the speaking predicate. In doing that, we sacrifice parallel structure, and it's okay. It's part of English's heritage as a Germanic language that it can do these unusual coordinations with things moving to the front and the subject and verb flip-flopping. Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life? Well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally, first with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Is it rosettastone.com slash grammar? That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com grammar today. Hey, it's Mignon. Do you need a new literary show to add to your podcast queue? Well, then you definitely want to check out Missing Pages, the chart-topping and Signal Award-winning podcast produced by the Podglomerate. Back for a brand new season, Missing Pages investigates the most pressing topics in the book world today, from the rise of Colleen Hoover and book bands across America to the world of ghostwriting. Not to mention host and acclaimed literary critic Beth Ann Patrick interviews some of the biggest names in the industry, like New York Times bestselling author Jody Pico and Publisher's Weekly co-editorial director Jim Milliott. And as the Washington Post and The Guardian said, Missing Pages is a quote, must listen. And I agree. So don't miss out. Follow Missing Pages today on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening now. Of course, there is a way to phrase sentences like our squiggly example so that they're parallel. What you have to do is repeat the subject, as in, you shouldn't have, said squiggly, and he grabbed the box of chocolates. Now the and is joining two independent clauses. Clause one is, you shouldn't have, said squiggly. Clause two is, he grabbed the box of chocolates. At this point, you may be thinking, great, I'll play it safe and always repeat the subject. But that's not a good idea. To see why, let's take an example without quotation fronting. Suppose we write, Squiggly squealed with glee and grabbed the box of chocolates. The and is joining two verb phrases, squealed with glee and grabbed the box of chocolates. This option is good if you want the squealing and the grabbing viewed as parts of a single event. Alternatively, we could restate the subject for the second verb phrase, so that the and joins two entire clauses, like this. Squiggly squealed with glee, comma, and he grabbed the box of chocolates. This option is better if you want the squealing and the grabbing viewed as separate events. It's the difference between I came, saw, and conquered, and I came, I saw, and I conquered. But wouldn't it be weird if you read a story whose author always chose to repeat the subject in situations like this? The same is true when it comes to repeating the subject in sentences that use quotation fronting. So here's the quick and dirty tip for sentences in which a character says or thinks something, and immediately afterward, does something. First, write the part about what the character says or thinks, using or not using quotation fronting as you please. Then, if you want the actions of saying and doing to be more like a single event, don't repeat the subject. Squiggly squealed with glee and grabbed the box of chocolates. If you want the action of saying and doing to be more like separate events, then go ahead and repeat the subject for the verb of doing. Squiggly squealed with glee and he grabbed the box of chocolates. This podcast was written by Neil Whitman, who has a PhD in linguistics and blogs at literalminded.wordpress.com. And I'm Mignon Fogarty, author of Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing. That's all. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Mignon. If you want to do more to hone your communication skills, then check out Think Fast, Talk Smart produced by the Stanford Graduate School of Business and hosted by my friend and Stanford lecturer, Matt Abrahams. You may remember Matt from his interview on the show back in September when he shared his top tips for becoming a better writer and speaker. Think Fast, Talk Smart is his Webby award-winning podcast, which has been downloaded 41 million times and has been the number one career podcast in more than 95 countries, so you know it's worth your time. Whether you're making a wedding toast or presenting at work, strong speaking skills are critical to success in business and in life, which is why Matt sits down with experts every week to talk about the best tips to unlock your communication potential. Hear from pros like neuroscientist Andrew Huberman on how to manage speaking anxiety, speechwriter and bestselling author Dan Pink on how to take risks in your communication and psychologist Kelly McGonigal on how to harness nervous energy to fuel powerful presentations. So what are you waiting for? Listen to Think Fast, Talk Smart every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts, or on YouTube. And tell Matt I said hi.